Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R. Because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya and
welcome to Girl You Can Win Week special edition to celebrate Women's Month and the official release of my fourth book, Girl You Can Win. That was Christina Aguilera. Listen, I know y'all was jamming. I think that's going to be the theme song for the week. I am here to stay because if you're going to be a winning woman, you can't worry about what people think, say, or try to uh, talk about you. You got to be determined to win. You got to be determined to stay flat-footed and focused on your goal. I am here to stay. Yeah, that's going to be the theme for Girl You Can Win Week. Hello, everyone who who is on the line and logging into chat. I am just tickled pink this week. Not only is it one of my favorite times of the year, Women's Month, because I love being a woman. I love our influence, our impact, and how we ignite and inspire people to be their very best. We are the nurturers of the world. We were created to change systems in our family, in the world, on our job, and I just love being a woman. So happy Women's Month to all my sisters out there. And then I'm excited because today my fourth book, Girl, You Can Win, The Ten Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman, was officially released today all over the world. Go to Amazon.com right now. Or if you're on the web page of Blog Talk Radio, click Girl, You Can Win. Order your copy right now. Help a sister out because I'm trying to win in certain areas of my life, and I need your help. If you don't want to go to Amazon.com or if you want an autographed copy of Girl, You Can Win, which is, I humbly say, my best book ever, then go to TanyaWhite.com. Tanya is T-A-N-Y-A. White is in the color dot com. Order Girl, You Can Win. We will autograph it for you. And today for a release day reward you will receive an inspirational audio uh, download of Girl, You're Worth More Than That, Part 1. Listen, I want all my sisters to win. In 2010 and beyond, this book, Girl, You Can Win, will give you the tools to do so. It's not just a book. It is a belief system. And I want every sister who is listening now to encourage 10 sisters they know to purchase at least one copy of Girl You Can Win. It will change your life. You will see tangible results, and you will say, girl, you can win. I am so excited tonight because I had the opportunity to interview two wonderful women who I absolutely love and have admired from afar. First of all, we have Layla Hathaway. Yes, Layla Hathaway, R&B Grammy Award-winning songstress, Daughter of the late legendary Donnie Hathaway. Listen, both of these interviews are pre-taped because, listen, they are winning women. Their schedules are tight, but they were still gracious enough to humbly accept Tanya White's invitation to be on the show. And so they gave me some great interviews. Layla even sung my song, which I absolutely love right now, the one she has with Eric Robinson. She sung a little verse of that. So, Listen, even though they're not live, you're still in for a treat. And listen, one lucky winner tonight will have the opportunity to what? To win my brand new book, Girl, You Can Win. I will autograph it and send you extra trinkets as well. But you have to listen to the show because I'm going to give you a trivia question. Of course, you got to work for it because winning women work for what they want. Listen, get this book right now. Go to Amazon.com, TanyaWhite.com. It is a minimal investment for a large transformation in your life, even if you got it right now. Get a 
another one and bless the sister with. Listen, then the next interview. We have two interviews tonight. Listen, if you are a Christian woman who has been reading Christian uh, self-help about relationships in the last 10 years, you know the name Michelle McKinney Hammond. Yes, Michelle McKinney Hammond. She has revolutionized uh, relationships from a woman's perspective, a Christian woman's perspective, with 30 books, over a million books sold. She is the author of such phenomenal books such as What to Do Until Love Finds You, Get a Love Life, The Diva Principles, and a host of many other books. I had the awesome opportunity to talk to her. She is so funny, so down to earth, so what, so real. So listen, we're going to talk to those three, two ladies, and then also I want you to get Girl You Can Win right now while you're waiting. So the first thing we're going to do before I bless you with an awesome interview from Miss Layla Hathaway, I want to read a little bit from my brand new book, yes, Tanya White has another book. I am so excited about this book because it is empowering my sisters to be the absolute best woman, winning woman that they can be. I want to talk, uh, read a little excerpt from Girl, You Were Born to Win section in the book. Uh, it talks about the ten top ten reasons why born winners, because we were all born to win, but and we were all built to win. Every day you get up and breathe breath, uh, have um, you know a thought, Make a step, you were built to win. But somewhere between being born and being built, we have lost our belief to win. And so in this section, Girl, You Were Born to Win, I give the top ten reasons why born winners live like big losers. Now let me tell you something. I say everyone is born a winner, but not everyone believes that they can win. And I start out by saying, why do born winners live like big losers? This is a question that I was forced to answer one day as I engaged in some much-needed self-reflection. Like every person on this planet, I knew I was born to win. However, I did not actually believe that I was a winner. I was happily, unhappily living my life as a big loser. Now, before I proceed, I want to clarify what I mean by what I mean by the terms loser and winner. Throughout this book, when I refer to the term loser, I am talking about an individual who is carelessly and consistently squandering away, squandering away opportunities, resources, and information. A loser is someone who is content with living life beneath their fullest potential and unique purpose. On the other hand, a winner is somebody who is allergic to operating in mediocrity. They recognize that winning is more than a desperate want, but it is a dedicated work. They understand that winning is more than a high accomplishment. It is a habitual attitude. A real winner realizes that winning is more than just a delighted talk of personal affirmation. It is a determined walk of purposeful and persistent implementation. There are many reasons why most born winners, especially women, succumb to living life like big losers. But I have narrowed them down in my own personal top ten list. Born winners live like big losers because of their number ten, limited opportunities to cultivate their gifts and talents. Number nine, limited financial and social resources. Number eight, limited and negative support systems. And number seven through one, you're going to have to get Girl You Can Win right now by going to Amazon.com or TanyaWhite.com and getting this awesome book. 
Now let's get into it. The interview with Miss Layla Hathaway. Again, everyone, welcome in the chat. I will be in the chat as we listen to Miss Layla Hathaway give a phenomenal interview. Now, listen, in 1990, I was captivated by her self-titled CD, Layla Hathaway. We had such hits like Heaven, Heaven Only Knows, Baby, Baby, Don't Cry. Look, I was jamming at EKU University, bopping to Layla Hathaway, and I was so honored when she agreed to be on Real Talk with Tanya White. Great interview. She will come back live when her uh, schedule permits, but listen, it's nothing better but just to hear, to hear uh, what other people go through, especially artists. Uh, they're down to earth. They're real people, and they have real uh, issues and accomplishments just like us. And so without further ado, I want you to listen for the next 15 minutes to this awesome interview that I had yesterday with Miss Layla Hathaway. All her fans out there are going to be gracious. Love Talk Radio. And uh, welcome to the Real Talk with Tanya White show. We are set, prepared to have a phenomenal interview with Miss Layla Hathaway. This we're kicking off our Women's Month uh, special, and girl, you can win a week, and so we're having extra shows all week long to celebrate Women's Month and celebrate the release of my fourth book, Girl, You Can Win. We're just patiently waiting, um, as we are very understanding of. Uh, authors, artists who take time out of their busy schedule to converse with us. So we're going to patiently wait for Miss Layla Hathaway. If you have not purchased your book, Girl, You Can Win, go right now to Amazon.com and get your copy of Girl, You Can Win. It is available now. Uh, visit TanyaWhite.com. We'll send you a signed copy. Or you can purchase one of my other three books, Relationship Reruns, How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, and The 99 Males Who Make Your Life a Living Hell. We're all set to talk to Miss Layla Hathaway. We're going to bring her on right now. Hello. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Hi. How are you? Hello. Is this Miss Layla? This is she. We are so tickled pink to have you on the show, and we're going to rerun this. Well, thank and you we for know, having me. Yes. We know your schedule is so busy, so we're not going to hold you long. Um, we want you, first of all, to tell us who you are in your own words. We know you as this phenomenal voice, but we want you to tell us who Layla Hathaway is in your own words. <laughs> in my own words, that's yeah. You know, what's funny is the reason, part of the reason why I do what I do as an artist is to express who I am, right? Yes. So for a person like me, it's kind of it's it's hard to talk about yourself, which mm-hmm. is why I have the music. Yes, I'm a writer. I do the same thing. I write about myself. <laughs> yeah, it's how people say, who are you? And and the best way to figure out who I am is really to listen to the records. I'm all over them, and they really are who I am. Um, oh, right. They do define a big part of me. So I'd have to say that I'm a musician from Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm a student of life and art and culture and gadgets and animals and people, and I love music. And you are an authentic singer, and we just appreciate that. Thank Especially you. at my age, uh, you know, some of the artists out now, we're going to talk about that, uh, they're not evolving with the age they are. So we thank you for staying true to who you are thank and you. giving age-appropriate music. Now, you are the daughter of the legendary Donnie Hathaway. Right. Now, you released your first album in the early 90s. Were there any pressure to uh, sound like your father or even sound like what was hot and upcoming in the early 90s, which was hip-hop soul and 
Yeah, uh, definitely not. pressure to blend into what was on the radio, and there's always going to be that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have that uh, all the time because you're trying to compete in a way. Yeah. Um, never any pressure to sound like my dad, no. And the the great thing about that is that he's such a one-of-a-kind artist that no one will ever sound like him. So I live in that comfort of knowing that I'm doing what I do, he did what he did. and But there is always a pressure to, um, you know, kind of see what's on the radio, particularly with soul music because we tend to be stuck mm-hmm. in one or two sort of different spaces, which everyone starts to chase those spaces. So that mm-hmm. happens from time to time. Now, how do you uh, not succumb to that temptation? Because there is always a temptation to sell more, to be on top. But throughout your career, I've never, I've never seen you uh, do that. So how do you restrain yourself? <laughs> restrain? Yeah, because it is restrain. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have succumbed to this, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with wanting to stretch to that other thing, whatever that thing is. You know, I don't begrudge anybody there want and desire for whatever it is they want and desire. There have been moments when I thought, okay, well, this could be, you know, you try to find something radio or you try to find something that's more um, trendy or you, you know, it's it's a big marketplace. There's space for everyone. But unfortunately, in in the soul music arena, everybody doesn't start on that same level sort of playing field. Yeah. If you're a pop act or you are a folk act or, um, an alternative act. It's not like you can really just get in a van and go across the country for two years and build that grassroots following because there are not as many places to go play. There are not as many people with that kind of disposable income to come see you play over and over again. Right. So with soul music, um, it's kind of a delicate balance of, of being who you are and also competing in the marketplace. Yes. Now, I've talked to, like, Kenny Lattimore and Selena Johnson, who are in soulful singers, and they say they get more airplay and love overseas, like in Africa, Japan, different countries. Do you find that it's more accepting, or your music is more accepting of United States soul? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I, you know, I haven't really compared. I do definitely find the audience is very different. Okay. Um, I do love going to other places. I do think that there's a... You know, there's a certain aspect of soul music which goes unnoticed in this country just a bit, maybe because we grow up with it and we go to church and we hear it every week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's a part of it that um, we might just take for granted because we know it so well. It's, it's it's just around the corner. It's the girl next door. It's the girl across from you in church. It's the girl in your class. So um, mm-hmm. there might be that element. Okay, yeah. I've never, I've never thought of it that way, the, the familiarity of it. Right. Now, now the music industry has changed drastically from since you first came on until now. What are some of your likes and dislikes of where mu- the state of music, especially soul music, is now? Well, music is in an interesting place right now. I think it's a great time for independence. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at the Grammys this year, and I noticed the category for, for alternative soul was full of people that I really liked and, and stuff that you might not get to hear on the radio. So I think that the the whole spectrum of it is opening up and changing. I'm hopeful about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of am sad about the fact that radio doesn't have a lot of space in terms of commerce for you to really hear the breadth of music that you might have 10, 15 years ago. Right. But I'm also really excited about the Internet and uh you know, being able to seek out music and find music. There's there's so many places now 
to hear music that you might not have ever heard. I hear so many European acts and 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 music that I would just never hear on regular radio here in the States. Yeah. The Internet is a great, this technology as a whole has changed. Right. Um, and you can hear artists, like you said, it's great for independent artists because they can develop that following. And there's a whole generation who just grew up on the Internet, and so that's what they uh Strive for now. Who do you listen to, Miss Layla, right now? I listen to a lot of stuff. Um, right now, I'm kind of in a foreign exchange. Um, Eric Roberson, Dwele, Music Soul Child kind of frame of mind. I'm also really loving the new R. Kelly record. Mm-hmm. I like some of the new Corinne Bailey Ray, but I always like today um, before I start working, I'm going to probably listen to some Herbie Hancock and mm-hmm. some some Cannonball Adderley. Some actual, some old music. Okay. Yeah. So you, you're everywhere. Love your voice. Now, this is why I really wanted you on the show. This collaboration, I call it a heavenly collaboration, uh, with Eric Robeson, the song Dealing. Oh, my goodness. You like that That is one? the cut right now. Right on. <laughs> and I know it's the cut, and people are gravitating towards it because they play it almost every hour on VH1. So. Really? I yeah, oh my VH1 Soul. I wish I could see it. Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. Listen, first of all, thank you once again for Age Appropriate, for the 30-something, almost 40-something crowd, <laughs> because we've been through this situation sometime in our life. Right. How did this song, this project, come about? You know, this is a complete um, – you should really talk to Eric Roberson. He, okay. he is the uh, writer of the song and the – the guy with the concept for the video, he did everything. Wow. Um, we've been friends for a minute, and he was talking to me on the, on the My Black is Beautiful tour this summer. He said, you know, i got a couple of records I want you to listen to. I'd love it if you work with me. And I said, sure. And he sent me that one, and clearly I loved it, and we got it done. It was a very simple, organic process. And like I said, he had the concept for the song and, and the concept for the video and how it should look and what should happen and, it was uh, actually one of the more pleasurable collaborations I've ever done. Now, you said organic, and that's where I get the purity of it. When I saw the video, I listened to the song. It's so pure. It's so straight to the point. It's so real. I'm telling you. Yeah, he's he's that kind of writer. He's definitely yeah. that kind of writer. Yeah. He knows how to tell a story really well. Now, yeah, I, I, he is on my wish list to interview because I, I, he also co-wrote Emotional Roller Coaster with Vivian Green, so uh-huh. I'm familiar with some of his stuff. Now, who else would you love to work with and make just great Um I'm really looking forward to working with some of those people I just named. Love to work with Eric again. Um, J.R. Hudson, I'm looking forward to working with him, um, who actually wrote the track for Dealing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd love to work with Pharrell and the Neptunes. I'd love to work with uh, Timbaland. I kind of really want to work with R. Kelly, listening mm-hmm. to this latest record. There are a lot of people. Now you said all men. Any ladies out there you would like to work with? Oh, sure. I mean, in terms of uh, some of the goddesses that I have been listening to all my life, I, I have sung with Chaka Khan, but I really want to really want to do something great with her. I've um, mm-hmm. uh, been in contact with Rochelle Pharrell. I really want to mm. work with her. There's so many people, so many people. When you start naming them, then you start leaving folks out, which is yeah. fine. <laughs> but that Rochelle Pharrell would be awesome. Oh, for sure, for sure. She's she's a queen. Yes, yes. So you say, are you working on a current project right now? I am. I'm getting ready to go in the studio on March 20, I think 23rd, 24th, somewhere around there. 
I am um, basically knocking on doors for songs just to see what people have and um, see who's invested. You know what I mean? We are mm-hmm. um, on Twitter and on Facebook, and I have an, an email address, which is LaylaDemos at gmail.com, L-A-L-A-H-D-E-M-O-S at gmail.com, where I'm asking people to send songs, not tracks, not beats, not YouTubes, not requests for me to sing at your weddings, none of that stuff, just actual songs um, to see what people come up with and what they hear from me and what they want to hear and putting the record together. Wow, so you're doing something, is this something that you always do with the project or is this totally different? No, this is, this is a first. Everything okay. is so, everything is moving in such a different direction right now. You you have that at your fingertips. It's easy for me to go to MySpace or Twitter and tell 30,000 people right now, hey, I'm making a record, who's got songs? Yeah. So that opportunity was not there before, and it is now. And so we're just trying to to use technology to really um, reach out to people. I think that's phenomenal. You are, you are truly an artist because you're evolving with the times and still staying true to who you are in the music that you love. Now, one of your fans want I wanted to know something crazy that Layla likes to do, a, a quirky. Can you give us one of those quirky things? Do you like? I don't know if it's quirky, but I don't know if you know, but I'm a like a video game junkie. I'm a gadget tech. Okay. I am a uh, very into electronics and computers and gadgets and video games and televisions and you know really? all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it's quirky, but uh, as many times as I've said it and as many years as I've been saying it, people always say, "Oh, wow, you play games." So I am a gamer. Okay. Um, I am right now in addition to everything I have to do on the hunt for these headphones that I have to use for my um, PlayStation 3, which I can't find anywhere. So that is is my quirk right now. (laughs) She said headphones for PlayStation 3. My my brother is a gamer, and so I'm going to ask him, and then I will send Leah the information. She'll follow up with y'all. I appreciate it. I'm looking for those Call of Duty headphones. Call of Duty headphones. I'm yeah. going to ask him because he's a gadget head himself. Absolutely. Now, any any plans to tour this year? Absolutely. I just got home. I'm on my way to D.C. Um, we have dates uh, throughout the rest of the year. They're up on my website, which is LaylaHathaway.com. That's my home, home official website. Okay. And they should be posted everywhere, but we uh, we update it from time to time. And, and for all you listeners, that's the place, the easiest place to find me. That's where I am every day. And I consider it my home. The re- the other ones, the Twitter and the Facebook and all those are my are my timeshares. Okay. So you, it seems like you're very hands on with your career. I am. I mean, okay. you know, if if you're not hands on, the alternative yeah. is bad. <laughs> I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Now, Layla, Miss Layla Hathaway, you have been just a delicious joy, as my friend says. Uh, and we're not going to keep you long, but I would love for you just to sing a little ABC or one, two, three. Oh, girl, like you don't that. want you don't want any singing today. Oh, it's, that's right. Cause, you know, <laughs> different time zones. So it's kind of early. And Ooh. I have not had coffee. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry. Don't get coffee. We're gonna oh, get you put me on the spot. That's not right. That's so I should have right. put that. I always, because I'm a music lover. And I love music. But the next time you're on Real Talk. Absolutely. I'll be prepared. We're going to have you sing. Uh, and I'm going to go play right now this daily. Oh, right well, here, let me give you this. Where, where do we go from here? What do I do with these feelings? Longing to have you near. 
knowing we shouldn't be dealing. That's the best I got for you on the subject. Girl, that was good. I appreciate it. You that. have made my year. Oh. Telling you, I've been in that situation where it's like we, we want to get together, but if we get together, it's going to be destruction. It's going to be trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be trouble. Woo, that's my song. Listen, before we go, if we're celebrating Women's Month. What advice do you can you give to a woman out there who is really on the verge of throwing in a towel, giving up on her dreams because, you know, things are not going the way that she thinks they should? What oh, advice? Well, you can't give up. I mean, the, you know what the alternative is if you give up. Mm-hmm. You never know what's in front of you when you keep trying. That's why, you know, you got to have hope. You know what you know what the outcome is if you don't do anything. You've mm-hmm. got to keep pushing forward. You got to stay on that track. So you got to fake it till you make it. Sometimes fake it till you make it. Keep on pushing. A joy you've been. Where can we Where can we find you again? What's your uh, LaylaHathaway.com. dot com. Layla Hathaway. Or Twitter slash Layla Hathaway. Or no. Facebook no. slash Layla Hathaway. Or MySpace slash Layla Space. Or I mean Layla Hathaway. If you Google Layla Hathaway, there's about eighty nine thousand sites <laughs> <laughs> that I maintain myself. Wow. I mean it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Thank we you. look forward to your next project. And just I'm looking forward to come and seeing you uh, at a city nearby because I know I've never known you to come to my neck of the woods. We don't Where get are you? Many. I'm in Kentucky. Oh, well, we need to get there. Absolutely. Yeah, we need. We, 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 we're, we're just picking up, getting our. All right. Uh, what part of Kentucky? Louisville. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's all about that this year, really getting out to people. You know, a lot of times you tend to go to the same spots every year. Yeah. And they tend to be the big cities because um a lot of times the promoters don't even know that you have fans in the smaller cities or the secondary yeah. markets or the tertiary markets. So for me it's really about getting to as many people as I can and getting to little places and little clubs and theaters and so wow. people can have the experience and so that I can have the experience. Well, I'm definitely going to pass your name and suggest your name to 30 something entertainment. They bring soul music, uh, spoken word poetry here. So I'm definitely going to say, I need to contact Layla Hathaway. I sure get that going. Well, thank you so much. Thank much you. success. Continue to be you because we love who you are, and we will follow up with you later. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, if you just joined us, that was an awesome interview with Layla Hathaway. We will follow up with her later and get her back on the show. Visit LaylaHathaway.com. Google her, Facebook her, Twitter her, MySpace her. You will not be disappointed. All right. Did y'all enjoy that interview with Miss Layla Hathaway? Listen, I'm so glad she sung my cut. Where do we go from here? I wish I could sing like her, but I'm not. But I do. I can write. I may can't sing, but I can write. And I have written a book, Girl, You Can Win, The Ten Highly Essential Habits of a Winning Woman. Go to Amazon.com right now, TanyaWhite.com. One thing Layla said you want to be a winning woman, encourage women not to give up. The The road is rough sometimes, and it doesn't turn out the way you want. But listen, never give up. We're going to take a brief break. I'm loving all the activity in the chat. We are going to come back with one of my favorite writers of all time, Miss Michelle McKinney Hammond. If you are a Christian um, self-help relationship reader, you know Michelle McKinney Hammond's name. So in just a few moments, we're going to conclude this first special 
Monday Mania show of our Girl You Can Win Week with a phenomenal interview with Miss Michelle McKinney-Hammond. We will be back in about two minutes. Man, I've been trying to call her all day. Where's she at? This is the fifth Christmas that he promised that we were going to spend together, and here I am alone. He told me he was going out of town this weekend, but he never wants to tell me where he's going. It's funny. He always has to know where I'm going. Uh, it's the holiday once again, and I'm trying to call her. She's not answering her phone. I wonder where she could be. Hmm. Let me go see. I am sick and tired of this. I am worth more than that. Author Tanya White reveals the secrets to having healthy, productive, and long-lasting relationships in her new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship. Being trapped in a relationship rerun is extremely frustrating and emotionally draining. If you find yourself in an irritating cycle of unwanted, unsatisfying, and unhealthy relationship patterns year after year, then this book is sure to break the chains that keep you bound to having the wrong people in your life. The brand new book, Relationship Reruns, How to Break the Cycle of Choosing the Wrong People for the Right Relationship, and also How to Deal with a Difficult Woman, is now available by logging on to www.tanyawhite.com. Once again, that's www.tanyawhite.com. Pick up your copy today. This is your boy, Abraham McDonald, and I love kicking real talk with Tanya White. All right, we are back to our special Monday edition of our Girl You Can Win a Week just finished a phenomenal interview with Miss Layla Hathaway. If you missed that, she sung a verse of the hot song dealing that she has with Eric Robeson. Listen, we're getting set to listen to a phenomenal interview with Michelle McKinney Hammond. Now, if you've read books such as Get a Love Life, What to Do When to Love Finds You, If Men Are Like Buses, Where Can I Get One, The Diva Principle, 30 books about relationships for healthy Christian Living, you know Michelle McKinney Hammond. I had an opportunity a few weeks ago to interview her, and I that was another Real Talk dream come true for me, a very insightful interview. She is real, she is irrelevant, and she is refreshing. So for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, we're going to listen to Michelle McKinney Hammond, and Block Talk is acting crazy right now, but hold on one second. We're going to get this interview up. And we are ready to hear Michelle McKinney Hammond. Hello, Miss Hammond. How are you? I am fine. And yourself? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for doing this interview. I don't want to take too much of your time. Okay. So let me start with my first question. Just briefly tell us about your journey as a writer that allowed you to become one of the voices, in my opinion, and authorities on building healthy relationships, especially between Christian men and women. Well, um, I had to struggle at first. You know, I think that we learn most lessons the hard way, unfortunately. Um, but I had great mentors along the way um, who, when they saw me finally getting to a place of healthiness, um, encouraged me to write what I had learned along the way to share with other people who might still be struggling. And, um, you know, love is such a universal topic, whether we're saved, unsaved, married, or 
uh, not married, uh, we struggle with affairs of the heart. So for me, it's it's um, a passion of mine to help people uh, lift and separate facts from fiction and God's will from uh, the world's way of doing things that doesn't work um, and record those things for people to be able to uh, tap into and utilize at their own discretion because we all have a different journey, of course, and grow at a different pace. Um, so that's really it. That's that's it's my passion to uh, to share what I've learned and to help people get to a place of healthiness in their relationships. Now, did you ever think at the beginning of your career that you have over thirty books that men no <laughs> men and women alike would be like get this Michelle McKinney Hammond? I've seen more men as well as women read a Michelle McKinney Hammond book, are trying to get healthy relationship advice. So you never thought that thirty books and that you would be one of those one of those wonderful voices uh, about relationships. No, I didn't. I really didn't. Um, you know, I, I, I think I wrote one thinking, so there, I've done my assignment, and I'm done. Yeah. You thought you were and, done. And, uh, of course, I did not know that I was letting myself in for a flood. Yeah. So um, I, I'm pleasantly surprised that. I've been able to do as much as I have and contribute as much as I've been able to contribute. Well, we are pleasantly healthy because you've done that. <laughs> now, listen, oh, I love your site. It's, I love purple, and your site is so, so girly to me. <laughs> one thing on there that grabbed my attention, one quote, uh, your your underlying message, and all uh-huh. of your books and everything, you said, get yourself in spiritual order, and your natural life will come together. Yes. Wow. Can you explain this and why it's so hard for us to really grasp? It's a very simple concept, but it's so hard for us as men and women to grasp that simple philosophy. Well, you know, I take my cue from the fact that it said that Jesus walked in favor with God and also with men. And I think that a lot of times we get it uh, reversed and we're trying to please men. And, of course, men have different agendas. And when I say men, I mean men and women. People have different agendas. So, you know, as they always say, you can't please everybody all the time. So I think that life is ultimately easier when we just seek to please one person, that being God himself, because if we if we please him, uh, it will put us in the right position with everyone else around us. So all the pieces will fall into place uh, when we just make one focus uh, work for us. Mm-hmm. Yes, when we search after God, then, then our life will become simpler. Now, your 30 books, uh, What what to Do Until Love Finds You, The Secrets of an Irresistible Woman, Get a Love Life, which is my personal favorite, mm-hmm. and The Diva Principle. Why do you think these have transformed the minds and hearts of so many women and people really connect and gravitate and jump? Every time we, we're hearing Michelle McKinney Hammond books coming out, we jump to get it. Why do you think that you can connect so well with uh, women especially? Well, you know, I... My heartbeat is to make the Word of God practical. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where the disconnect happens for a lot of us, is that, you know, we go to church and we all these wonderful emotional messages that make us shout on Sunday, but the takeaway is never, um, for the most part, a practical application um, that breaks it down to where people live and with action steps. And God's Word is very practical, and it's full of action steps. Um, so I think that that's perhaps what resounds with people is that, first of all, I talk to people where they really live, mm-hmm. 
And secondly, I make the Word of God practical. And thirdly, I give them actions that they can take for themselves if they want their life to change. If you want your life to change. After you read a book, it's, you're at this crossword. Now, I can stay where I was or I can change every uh-huh. time I read one of your books. And that's what a good writer, in my opinion, does. And so we thank you for that. And do you find when you write one of these books and you pour yourself out that, oh, my God, I have to that you have to relive some of these lessons that you taught? Oh, yeah. I, I live everything that I've taught, trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I think that really if if you are being authentic, that the teacher will always be the student. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, you can pontificate on the, on the topic uh, effectively if you haven't really lived it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't connect, and, and that's what you, you really connect with men and women. Now, again, one of my books, absolute favorite, Get a Love Life, How to Have a Love Affair with God. I think I bought eight of those books after I read it and passed them out to anybody I saw because <laughs> it was that transformational for me. Why do you think it's women? Because, you know, we were groomed from very small ages. That all The main thing we're supposed to do is get married, have a family, uh, and, and, you know, have this wonderful life. Why do women sometimes spend so much major time on finding the perfect love, even though it's wonderful, with a man, and and forget kind of God? And I'm talking about Christian mature women mm-hmm. at this time. Sometimes we we forget when when he when he does when God does present Himself, we forget all our principles that we've learned in your books, Michelle, and throw <laughs> those out the window sometimes. Why 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 is that such a struggle for women? Well, I mean, we were created to love and nurture. And, and, and you know, I think that it, it's 50-50 that we want to be loved, but it's 50-50 that we also want to give love because it, it's what drives us. It, it's part of our nature to nurture, to serve, to empower others to be who they are. And we're driven by that. It, it, it gives us our identity. So um, I think that that's why. And, and then, of course, because we can't see God, uh, and if we're not in an environment where um, everyone around you is really seeking his face and, and he's really real in your life um, and, and seemingly present in your day-to-day, it's easy to be distracted by the immediate. You know, the immediate is our is our very present distraction all the time. So um, I think that that's why. Uh, that book has actually been recovered now and called Sassy Girl's Guide to Loving God. Okay. And um, it's still one of my favorites because um, I think that when you break down, looking at a relationship with God in the same light that you deal in your day-to-day relationships, it makes him more real and you um, see practically how you can be engaged with him and have a passionate love affair with him. This book, when I say it was like, why didn't, why couldn't I see this? <laughs> When uh-huh. I read this book, I said, why couldn't I see everything that you wrote? Because it is having any type of relationship is, is like having a relationship with God. We have to, you know, relate to him in certain ways and really view him, uh, even though we can't see him as a person, a, a strong uh, person of influence in my life. Like, I, I still have this book. I pick it up almost every week just to, when I'm studying or trying to write myself, just, just to minister to myself. So this is my absolute favorite. Now, um, do you think there can be a balance when you when you really try to serve God and, and live your passion and then date healthy healthy dating? Can there be a balance? And if so, how can we 
bring that balance together? I think there can be a balance. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, because women sometimes say, well, what's God waiting for, you know? Why is it taking him so long to bring me this person? And I think it's because he's trying to give us the benefit of getting firmly entrenched in our relationship with him first so that it's it's like breathing to us and it's something that we must have because it's been there long before anything else interrupted it um and i think that that's part of it um really securing and anchoring your love relationship with god first so that it's the most important thing to you it's like breathing and, and when you you're not interacting with him and you're not sensing his presence something is vitally missing from your life no matter who else is present mm-hmm. um and I think that that's really key. You know, if I get to the place where I'm like, oof, honey, you know, I really like this man and everything, but I just need some quiet time with the Lord this evening. Then I know that I'm in that place of balance with God. Right, right. And and, and that we, we know inside, but then it goes back to what you said, because we was built for love. And sometimes even society, uh, our, our surroundings kind of pressure us into making you know, quick decisions and mm-hmm. become, come off balance. But I firmly believe also that there can be a balance. Now, now what are three favorite books that, that you have written? Hmm. Three, I know you have to um, Playing God, which is my novel. Okay. Um, I'm really proud of it, and I think that it deals with the universal question of what happens when we think God is taking too long and we take life into our own hands. Mm-hmm. Um, a devotional that I have called From My Lips to God's Heart, mm-hmm. which has different stories of the Bible in it, um, just with different meditations. But I just, I don't know, I just had a really special uh, encounter with God when I was writing that book. And uh, the characters and the word came alive for me, and uh, they became my friends in a sense, you know. Um, and then I'm torn after that because there are a couple of women's books that I like. I love uh, The Power of Being a Woman. I love the Diva series mm-hmm. simply because I always like delving into the characters in the word and finding practical application for for our lives today uh, from the, the um, examples that they set with the things that they went through. Yeah. Now, did you find it hard to switch from nonfiction to writing a novel? Not really. But, you know, a whole different set of rules applied. It was very interesting because I think I broke all of them. <laughs> when I was writing, when I wrote the last 10%, uh, my editor sent me back a note saying, oh, your characters are wonderful and, and, and they're really developed, but here are all the rules that you broke, and these are the things you need to do. And I was like, what? There are rules? You know? <laughs> So it was a learning experience that I was just grateful that I had an ama- amazing editor who was able to guide me through the process mm-hmm. and help me grow so that by the time I wrote the second one, I was on a roll. Yeah. So what was your inspiration to uh, branch out? Because sometimes it's a struggle. I'm just going to stay in this box. This is what wor- this was what's worked for me, uh, and that may just be one of my crazy ideas. What What actually gave you the strength and the motivation to branch out and say, I'm going to try this? You know, actually, I have such wonderful publishers. I really love them because they have challenged me as the years go by to grow. And they really challenged me to write a novel. They thought that based on the storytelling that I had done in several of my nonfiction books, that it was a natural transition for me. So they really encouraged me to try it and uh, were very supportive in the process. 
Wonderful. That goes back to that general rule of life. You got to surround your people, your life with good people. Uh-huh. To challenge you. Now, not many people may know this, but I have your music worship CD. Oh. As I am. I think I got it at a workshop when you was in Louisville. Uh, about ten years ago, if I'm not mistaken. Oh well, you 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 got to get the new one. Yeah, listen, I still this ministered to me just as I am. Now mm-hmm. again, you you just show writer nonfiction fiction and then a worship CD. Was it hard to you know go in the studio and because it was impeccable in my in my opinion. So oh, thank you. Hard to finish, just I mean, and it and again it told a story just as I am and. When you you know dive into who you are, you got to go to the mercy seat. Was was it? How was it in a studio recording? And this is, is this something that you always wanted to do? It's something I always wanted to do, and it was part of my background where I was producing other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I came from a background in advertising, of course, and um, so I was always in the studio doing jingles, you know, for Coca Cola and McDonald's, and so. Uh, <clears throat> the natural transition was, and I sang on jingles myself. Okay. So the natural transition was to now sing the music that really resounded in my heart, as opposed to singing about hamburgers and French fries, which of course I love. But um, I love I love worship, and so when I did just as I am, um, a friend of mine again encouraged me to uh, do a CD, and I did that one. And then after that, I since done two more CDs, um, it's amazing uh, with all original songs that I wrote, as well as uh, the newest one, Let's Go In, which is um, a complete praise and worship experience. And all of those are on my website, so you can download them there or, or purchase the, the CDs themselves. But um, for me, it is one of my favorite things to do, to write worship songs and to sing them to the Lord. Uh, if if I could just do that for the rest of my life, I'd be happy to be perfectly honest. Well, and we would be blessed. I, I, when I got this CD, I'm a school teacher also, and you know, while I'm preparing my room before the kids come, I used to always play this CD, and the kids would after a while say, "Why like something different about that?" And I was like, "Okay, this is working because it is so soothing." Like you said, the worship, and your your voice is just clear and impeccable uh, on this, uh, and I, you know how you could tell somebody's authentic voice, we can get that on that. So I'm definitely going to get the other two. Now, did you Thank write you. the songs on Just As I Am? I did not. Those were not original songs, but um, the last two CDs, they're all original songs. Yeah, because when I heard the Mercy Seat on Vicky Yo, I was like, that's Michelle McKinney Herman. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Wow. So we're going to get that. Now, March is Women's Month, mm-hmm. and you talked about mentors in your life. Identify three women, past or present, who who have been instrumental in your development and evolution as a woman? Well, of course, I'd have to say my mother first. I mean, she's the ultimate woman to me. She is a Proverbs 31 woman. You know, she brings home, she brought home the bacon, and she fried it in the pan and still had time to make a man feel like a man, you know. My mother cooked. She did our hair. She was an impeccable housekeeper. She sewed, she did it all, and she was gorgeous and a lady and very feminine and really rejoiced in her femininity. And so I feel that uh, enjoying how to be a girl in my life came from her as well as a lot of my skills and the way I nurture relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, I have an aunt 
who was just very instrumental in my outlook of the world and being generous, living generously and nurturing uh, friendships long term. Um, Aunt Ernie is still an icon to me. Um, and we just went on a cruise together. She got married for the first time at 60. Wow. And uh, we just went on a 14-day cruise together that she just said, you're going, here's your ticket, get on this boat. I was like, okay. So she's still kind of ordering me around through life, even though I'm grown. Okay. And uh, and then Bunny Wilson, or P.B. Wilson, as some of you probably know her, um, was very instrumental in getting me to uh, write and to, to grow in Christ. She challenged me. Um, I was in her fellowship group, and uh, she she challenged us to, to come on up a little higher. There was no compromise in your walk with the Lord if she was around. Mm, mm, mm. They're the C words. Wow. That, that's what's the difference between, you know, now uh, now and, and, and days of old, the, the there's no compromise in the days of old. We, we no. kind of uh, veered to the left, and that's a whole nother show. Not yes, it is. <laughs> Woo, I'm not going to even delve into that. But uh, now, you know, as women, we've been victorious. We've overcome many issues in society, but we still self-inflict many obstacles in our own life. Can you name three self-inflicted obstacles that, in general, that women continuously inflict and uh, that prevents us from living the abundant life that God promised us? That's a good question. Okay. Um, well, I think that self-esteem is a huge issue. I think that a lot of us have not reconciled um, who we are with who God sees us as being. Mm-hmm. We haven't reconciled past experiences uh, and accepted the fact that uh, your past doesn't dictate your future. Mm-hmm. And also just the uh, perception of what most women think it takes to make it uh, this very hard kind of macho edge um, where they don't uh, see the power of their womanhood mm-hmm. um, and understand that whether you are uh, male or female, no one will ever argue with excellence. Mm. Um, so if you're just excellent at what you do mm. and don't lose yourself in the process, you will uh, prosper. You will excel. You will be elevated. Um, no one can walk away from excellence. They can't argue with it, and everybody wants it. So they might grudgingly give it to you, but they got to give it to you. <laughs> they got to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That, that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see a lot on that after this interview. Nobody can argue with excellence. That's awesome. No one can argue with excellence. Wow. Mm. Now, your book, The Diva Principle, is the talk right now. Uh, Everybody, Mm -hmm. every woman I know, loves The Diva Principle. And that book has spawned many other endeavors, such as a cruise. Uh, You just have a a Diva Principle cruise, uh, or have one coming up. Yes, I do. Um, It's at the end of February, as a matter of fact. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. we're going to relax and, and uh, take time to be renewed and refreshed. And, you know, it's interesting because saints are an interesting breed. Uh, we don't know how to enjoy ourselves. No, we don't. <laughs> it, it, you have to be intentional about having fun. I, had, I learned that many years ago. Having fun is a part of life just like working and being excellent. It's what makes you excellent. 
<laughs> right. So I I just really focus on all my diva events being different, not being church events, but being events where you come, you enjoy yourself, um, and you uh, get to experience something outside of the church environment um, and realize that you can have a good time in Christ in everyday activities. So that's why I've done high teas and uh, cruises. I do an annual banquet uh, that's usually a fundraiser. Uh, just so the people, you know, so you got to dress up and come out. I even make themes, you know, where it's hats and pearls. or Just to jolt you out of the norm mm-hmm. um, and make you learn how to enjoy yourself in a godly environment, come away feeling blessed and refreshed and uh, ready to face the rest of the world. Wow. And the world shouldn't be having all the fun. We should have activities that are much more savvy and, and fabulous than, than they do. Exactly. Because we know why we're celebrating. Exactly. And we and we know who we're celebrating. So. Exactly. So we commend you for that. So just continuously stepping outside the box and really helping us to become the woman God wants us to be. That is awesome because when I, I thought it was just like, I'm glad you said that because I'm thinking the cruise and everything is, you know, a church event, but we're going to get, you know, pray, worship, and that's all we're going to do. Uh-huh. No. As a matter of fact, uh, all of the uh, workshop activity is for the last day of the cruise. I want you to unwind and enjoy yourself first, and then we will have our day of renewal before we get off the ship. Wow. Now, you said at the end of February, will there be another cruise this year or next year? I will plan one for next year. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Now, we have some listener emails. I've told everybody that we have you on, and we just have a couple. And Don, the self-esteem queen, wants uh, you to define uh, what being lonely is versus being alone. <laughs> well, you know, we're not really alone, but uh, alone is, is, to me, when you don't have the presence of God in your life. Mm-hmm. Now, that's alone. When God said that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone, he didn't mean alone in the sense of being alone as we know it. What he was meaning was that Adam was all one in and of himself. Uh, He wasn't, you know, if it wasn't for God, he wouldn't have had anybody to share himself with. And I think that a lot of times loneliness is of our own making. It's, It's our attitude and what we think is required to feel whole and full and and feel loved, and and so when we redefine, uh, you know, what feeling loved looks like, mm-hmm. and knowing that God is the source of love, you know, people always say, "Well, I'm looking for my soulmate." Well, God is your soulmate. Mm-hmm. You know, it says He breathed into us the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And so there's something in us based on that initial connection with God that makes us crave that eternal kiss that can only come from God. Mm. You know, uh, every other kiss will be broken, and that's what is so frustrating for us on a daily basis as we go, why can't this love, why can't this person fill me up? And the the answer to that is that God created them not to fill you up. He he made us slightly flawed and, and incapable of completing one another. You know, there's that movie, You Complete Me. Well, actually, yeah. that's not true. Uh, no one can complete you. God won't allow them to complete you because if they did, there'd be no need for him. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to share his glory with anyone else. So he won't even allow that. So 
it shouldn't even be our expectation. And yet it is our expectation, so we end up feeling disappointed a lot because we've made an appointment. We feel dissed yes. from our appointment. That's what disappointment is. Yes. But half of the time, the other person doesn't know about the appointment or they're incapable of filling it in the first place. Wow. And then you said something you have to redefine and, and redefining anything, success for you, what love is, that that comes with spending time with God and really knowing who you are and getting to your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to shift that paradigm uh, of jump that we've been sometimes uh, just bogged down with. And when you do that, you will realize that you're not lonely, uh, especially when you, you're trying to really live your life uh, to the fullest. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, now we have one more. Angela D. Walls wants to know, how does one truly live single, sassy, and satisfied while being an example to uh, peers, coworkers, and other people in the community and church? Well, I always say our lives should be a party that others want to attend, mm. which means that, uh, you know, we should be living rich lives. Our lives should be rich in relationships with other people. Um you know, you should have a good network base of friends that uh, you're walking with um, and living life with to the fullest. And you're not hindered. Uh, you know, people always say, oh, you know, I've always wanted to. Well, then why aren't you doing it? Yeah. You're waiting for somebody to show up and, and do that with you. They might never show up. Mm-hmm. But how about you start doing it and you run into other people who have the same interests? And life naturally flows together with one of those people. I think that sometimes while we're waiting for life to happen, it's passing us by. And someone's on the other side of life waiting for you to show up. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, it's really about living your life to the fullest, having a good time now, not waiting for someone else to make your life a good time. Mm. Wow. That's um, that's another one I have to, I'm going to have to think about. Your life should be a party that everyone wants to attend. That's so awesome. And mm-hmm. Ms. Reverend Pat Taylor from Louisville said hello and that you hung out, that you two hung out when you had, uh, spoke at St. Stephen Church. Oh, yeah. Yes. I think that's where I got the, the your the CD at. So she says hello, and she's been trying to email you. So those are a couple of listener emails. Everyone was excited, um, and I am honored to have and interview you and just be empowered by your words of wisdom through this uh, interview. Now, we're going to close out, and I thank you so much for taking time out your busy schedule. But last words of wisdom for women as we start celebrating each other uh, through March and continue throughout every day of our life, what would you tell the woman who is struggling with knowing who she is, uh, is ready to give up on life and just live it uh, any old way instead of being powerful creature that God created her to be? What would you tell her right now? I would say stop listening to the lies that the world is saying to you um, and, and even, you know, what the enemy is putting in your head and get back to the word of God and get back to his design for your life. Uh, you know, he created you to be a good thing, mm-hmm. to be a blessing uh, to someone, not just to a man, but to your community, to your church, to uh, where you work. Uh, you know, you're supposed to be a blessing everywhere you go. When you come in the room... The atmosphere should change. Mm -hmm. And so it's really about understanding and knowing what you possess in Christ, inside of you, that's able to change the world and leave an indelible mark on it. Um, You know, I always say that uh, 
the diva principle is is that success in life is not measured by what you acquire or who you become, but rather who others become because of your presence. Mm. So when our focus becomes others, uh, everything else that we're looking for is drawn to us, is attracted to us, uh, because people literally are attracted to givers. Mm. Mm. Wow. That's another nugget. Attracted to givers. Wow. You so much wealth of wisdom. We are a better world because you are obedient, Miss Michelle McKinney Hammond. And we thank you so much. Any new projects for two thousand ten or two thousand eleven? Well, I have a new book coming out in April called uh Divanomics, How to Still Be Fabulous When You're Broke. Oh, wow. Uh, which will be followed by the Diva Diet, The Real Skinny on Losing It in the Fall. Wow. Mm-hmm. Total woman. That's what you, you're you're helping us become the total woman, uh, healthy relationship-wise, finances. We thank you so much. We praise God for you and continued success, Miss Hammond. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Wow. That was another Interview Dream Come True, the best-selling author, Michelle McKinney-Hammond, author of 30 books, has sold over a million copies. She said so much enriching information for us winning women, but one thing that still stays with me is that she said life, you should live your life as a party that everyone wants to attend. Listen, that's what a winning woman does when you Find out who you are. You you change your attitude, change your actions, change your associations so that you can focus, be fired up, and become the wonderful uh, person that God has created you to be. That makes you a winner. Winning, as you will read in my book that you're going to get right now at Amazon.com. Or if you're on the uh, page of Real Talk with Tanya White, Click, girl, you can win. But as as I write in the book, winning is not one destination. It is a mindset that helps you move forward to getting goals. But first, winning is a mindset. And once you have a mindset, it becomes a habit. So listen, Layla Hathaway was just phenomenal. If you missed that, you're going to have to rewind that, listen to the archives in about 30 minutes. Uh, she sung a little verse of dealing. Listen, love her. She will be back. Michelle McKinney-Hammond. Phenomenal. And listen, again, this is a special show. We're kicking off Women's Month. We're calling this Girl You Can Win Week. Uh, Tomorrow we will have the sensational Charvette Mitchell, host of the Blog Talk Radio show of the same name, the Charvette Mitchell show. She's going to talk about how to give a winning radio interview, what you do before, after, and during. So if you are are author, artist, and you're wanting to, you know, polish your interviewing skills, or if you're a radio host, tune in tomorrow at 8 p.m. when Charvette is going to be on. She's going to give nuggets of wisdom that will take you to the next dimension in your life. Listen, we're going to take a break, and then I want uh, want somebody to call 347-215-6446. We have about seven minutes, and I want to give one lucky listener who listened tonight an opportunity to win an autographed copy of my brand-new book, Girl, You Can Win. So here is the question. I asked Michelle McKinney-Hammond, name three of her favorite books that she has written, um, and she named actually four. So three 
of her favorite books that she has actually written. Listen, we're going to take a music break. After the music break, the first person who calls 347-215-6446, press the number one key and has the the correct answer, then you will win. Girl, you can win. Listen, we're going to listen to my, my girl, Beyonce, and we're going to listen to A Woman Like Me, and we'll be back.
All right. When you think of a winning woman, you can't help but not think of Beyonce. I don't care if you like her music, don't like her music. She has made phenomenal strides since leaving Destiny's Child to become one of the model entertainers in the world. Listen, had a question. I asked Michelle McKinney Hammond, sorry, y'all, what were her three favorite books that she has written? She gave me four. Does anyone know? We had a caller hang up. Call 347-215-6446 in the next 30 seconds, or we're going to put it on Facebook, and uh, you have to respond before midnight tonight. Listen, I have had a phenomenal time tonight on this special Girl You Can Win Week uh, extra show. Tune in tomorrow. We're going to have the sensational Charvette Mitchell. She is going to help us become winning radio interviewers. If you are a radio host or an artist, a musician, author who does a lot of interviews, you need to tune in tomorrow at 8 o'clock Wednesday. We're going to have British Hill on. She's going to talk about, girl, you can win when you hire a life coach. She is a phenomenal life coach. And we also have on that night Kendra Bellamy, uh, Essence bestselling author. She has a new book out called 15 Years. She's going to be with us to talk about that. And then Thursday, our regular show night, we're going to have Girl, You Can Win When You Discover the Purpose Within. Miss Allison Bird to close out our Girl, You Can Win week. Listen, you guys, I'm going to leave you with what Layla Hathaway and Michelle McKinney Hammond said. Layla said, never give up on your dreams. And Michelle McKinney Hammond said, stop believing the lies that the enemy has told you. If you want to be a winning woman, you got to change your mindset. you got to believe that you are a winner because you were already born a winner and you are built to win. Every single day that you get up, have breath in your body, can move a limb, you are built to win. So remember that. Visit TanyaWhite.com. Order Girl You Can Win. Or you can visit Amazon.com right now. Get your copy of Girl You Can Win. Don't wait. Don't hesitate. Get it now. This is the best book that will change your life. I'll guarantee it. Love you guys. See you tomorrow. We're going to close out with what we started out with. Christina Aguilera, I'm here to say. Talk to you tomorrow.
tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 